It's time for another episode of the Kicking Out Podcast. Oh, God! Nobody! Nobody's ever... What? Nobody's ever done that! A podcast focusing on AEW. Two! No! That doesn't mean our hosts won't go down rabbit holes and end up talking about other promotions. Let's, let's rewind because I like to go down rabbit holes. But they try to keep focused on AEW. I told you, we can't go down rabbit holes. Join Tanner Lee, Austin Shepard, and Paul Zartman. I don't have control, do I? As they recap this week's episode of AEW Dynamite. If we went off matches here, I'd be champion. If, if some bucks were candy nuts, it'd be Christmas all the time. Don't forget to listen to the Kicking Out podcast wherever it is you listen to your other podcast and if you're listening on apple podcast be sure to give the kicking out podcast that five star rating these boys want to be five star kop don't forget to check out kickingoutshop.com it's your place to go for great merchandise from the kicking out podcast that way you can support a great podcast and look fantastic doing so get that dude some pants this is the first boys a rabbit hole in the closing and now let's get right into it it's another episode of the kicking out podcast It's Wednesday night. It's April 15th, 2023. Another brand new episode of the Kicking Out Podcast coming your way. I'm Tanner Lee, along with my co-host Paul Zartman and Austin Shepard joining us from sunny Florida. I think he's joining us. Uh, Maybe. <laughs> momentarily. Momentarily, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I would like to add. There he is. There he you is. said April 15th. It is only March 15th. Did I say April? Yes. I would be okay if it was uh, April 15th because <laughs> that would mean I've already successfully defended wow. my title here, but good, we'll, we'll keep it honest. Good catch. Good catch, Paul, because I had no idea I said April. Don't know where that came from. Uh, I mean, I'm glad it's March because it's March Madness week. I don't I have no idea where that came from. Uh, I don't know. Good catch, though. Good yeah. catch. But, uh, but like I said, Austin Shepard joined us from Florida, so that's that's a loyal co-host right there. What's yeah. going on, fellas? You're doing better than uh, Tanner over here. He's champion <laughs> and refused to show up on podcast night. Mm. Well, mm. he's he's got to play with Texas Southern on Friday or something. No, Fa- Fairly Dickerson whooped them tonight, so it's Fairly Dickerson. There we go. Same thing. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. 25 and, a half, 25 and a half point line. So uh, not that I checked tonight or anything. But uh, what, what are we drinking tonight, Shep? We got we to open with that. Yeah, we, we, we got our normal. But uh, we're in Florida. We, we, get, we get a little bougie. We go, we go red wine. Red wine tonight. Oh, all right. All right. Mm-hmm. Making that debut on the podcast. I saw Dax, new, new tequila this week on his pod. So... I was watching yeah. that today. Everybody in Florida is not a uh, tequila <laughs> drinker, so there's no tequila down here. Fair. Fair. Got to take what you can get. Got to take what you can get. But All right. Let's uh, dive right into Dynamite unless the champ has any other words. No. Uh, I'm, I'm ready to recap Dynamite. All righty. Well, we started off tonight's show with uh, MJF's Rebar Mitzvah celebration. Um, it looked like quite the uh, celebration going on. You know, he's getting lifted on a chair. Then he gets on the mic, and he's claiming Shawn Michaels is better than Bret Hart, and he claims that he lost his V-card at his first bar mitzvah. And 
he's having another one after uh, defeating Brian Danielson. Since he's no longer a man, he's an Iron Man, and you know more people come down to celebrate. But then uh, Jungle Boy Jack Perry's music hits, he comes out. Sammy Guevara's music hits, he comes out. Then Darby Allen's music hit, he comes out. I'm thinking, all right, this is awesome. We got the four pillars of AW. Don't think they've ever really been in the ring together since they were labeled the four pillars in 2019, 2020, whatever that was. And I really liked how the show began this week. Really different, but I really liked it. Um, still don't know which one's going to be ultimately aiming at MJF because they all said they want a title shot. And they all got into a fight. MJF goes flying off the ring apron into his cake. We saw that coming. Anytime there's a cake, somebody's getting their face on a cake in pro wrestling. Uh, but uh, Jungle Boy hit MGF first, I should say. And then Sammy hit Jungle Boy or Jack Perry. I forgot I'm not calling him Jungle Boy anymore. Jack Perry. And then uh, Darby hit Sammy. So all kind of going at it. Uh, but I thought this was an awesome opening. Really enjoyed it. It was a, it was a great opening until the WWE end with somebody always going through the stupid cake. Fair. Fair. Yeah. I thought the the mic work was great. It was great to uh, get a little refresh mm-hmm. with MJF and somebody new. Mm-hmm. And then you got to put somebody through the stupid cake. Yeah. Come on. And the cake spot, too. I don't think the camera is supposed to be in as tight as he was. And you could see MJF taking the cake and smearing it on his face. Well, he, he hugged it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I was going to say, you got to give it to MJF here at least a, a little bit because you know that table was supposed to break and it didn't break. So he did the best he could with what he had. Well, how about the shiners the dude was sporting tonight? Holy oh, shit. Yeah. 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 That's- I mean, I think him and him, him and Danielson definitely have some battle scars after that iron match. But I thought the mic work was good by everybody. I did think MGF showed he's on another level than those three guys on the mic. That's 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 typical MGF. Not too many guys can match him on the mic. But I did like the the Zeners back and forth. Sammy throwing some in there after MGF threw some at him. I like Darby complaining about the guys in the back, uh, whining about their contracts on Twitter. So a lot of realness in there. I really I really enjoyed that. I thought Darby and – I don't like the guy, but I thought Darby and Sammy stood out above yeah. the yeah. other guys. Yep. Oh, yeah, by far, by far. Yeah, but there was, there was some good – anytime you can get the crowd going, ooh, oh, during the – Promo's pretty good. So, and again, the crowd was hot tonight in Winnipeg. In Canada, big news with AEW. They're going to do a six-show uh, tour in the summer, including um, Forbidden Door in Toronto. So, uh, yeah. Tony's not going to get that uh, question he gets every time he does a media call. When are you coming back to Canada? When are you coming back to Canada? He's kind of put that dead. So, yeah, fun, f- so, I got a question for you guys. Out of these three guys, who would you like to see Presuming one of these three guys has got to face MJF a double or nothing, even though we're over two months away from that. Who would you guys like to see that be out of these three? Shep, go first. Well, I think you're going to see at some point there's going to be a three-way match for the number one contender, I guess you could call it. And out of that three-way match, I'm going with Darby Allen. Yeah, I, I got to agree with you here because, I mean, I don't think double or nothing we see the title change hands. Darby can take an L and not have to worry about it. 
Uh, the other two, Sammy's getting a lot of L's with the JAS. Um, and Jack, I think if he takes that big of an L on that type of stage, it'll kind of hurt his momentum. So Darby Allen's the perfect fit for this. And, and we've seen Jack Perry and MJF at Double or Nothing before, like he alluded to back in 2020. Um, it is interesting, though, Jack's the only one of the three that ha- – of the four guys who has a held single single title, he's held the tag team titles, and then Darby and Sammy have been multi time um, TNT champs. So, yeah, but I would say Darby is the biggest star of the other three. So I think that makes sense. Yep, and, and you can have fun, some fun with Sting in there too. Have some Sting MGF face offs. That'd be fun. Yeah, and, and, and Sammy's too much of a heel. Yeah. Right now, then. Yeah. MJF. Yeah, you, you can't turn him face right now. The crowd doesn't want to cheer for him. So, we then got they'll Hangman. Never, they'll never want to cheer for him. He's an asshole. Yeah, he really is. <laughs> he really is. I don't like That's kind of been there, done that, cheering for him. But we then got Hangman Adam Page in the dark order of Stu Grayson, returning Stu Grayson, who got a big pop tonight, and Evil Uno versus the Blackpool Combat Club, Wheeler Utah. Claudio Casanoli and John Moxley. Fun match here, hard hitting match. Started right away with some hard chops from Uno to Wheeler, really laying it in. Wheeler tried to lay them back, but he couldn't get the same velocity on them. But uh, fun match here. Crowd was a little disappointed, I think, with the result as Moxley made a um, tap out. Um, Blackpool Combat Club's full heel. Yes, they are. There's no doubt they are full heel at this point. And then after the match, they continued to attack him. Numbers advantage. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Shep, you were going to say something. Yeah. I don't don't know if I like him as a heel. As as a full-fledged heel. I don't know. I, I can get behind him. Um... Well, okay, hold on. Let me let me rephrase this. I don't know. I, I Mox, we've seen as a heel before in other promotions. Cesaro, okay. Sorry, Wheeler Yuta does not a hundred and eighty pound heel to me. He's not annoying enough. He's too much of a of, of a pro wrestler to be a heel. I, I guess I don't know. I know what they're trying to do, and and tonight it worked. You know, you to hit him, he, you to hit Hangman with the bell. I get it, and and I really thought in the back of my mind Hangman would have recovered and, and made a save. He, yeah, I mean he, he stole that bell shot for like three minutes. <laughs> yeah, he did, and I agree with you about like Yuta just seems like too nice of a guy <laughs> to be an aggressive heel. Um, at least how he's portrayed right now. But, um, but I get why they're heels. I think I get why they're heels. Assuming they're going to go in the direction, I think they're going to go from the last shot of tonight's show. But it's definitely different. Mm-hmm. Definitely different. But difference not always bad. It's definitely different because you know Mox still gets a pop when the, his music hits. True, oh, and he'll always get that pop. It's Mox, right? But. Usually heels don't get that kind of pop. Right. Right. Effective. Let me put it that way. 
And it, it is, and I know, I know Paul likes seeing the Dark Order getting more TV time. I mean, I can take it, take him or leave him, but it was nice to see Stu back tonight. I've always thought he was an underutilized talent when he was with AEW. So yes, um, and, and that's the kind of the Dark Order I wanted to see. What yeah. used to be underutilized, Stu Grayson, Evil Uno. They were a good tag team when you know they they got off to a bad start with Uno running the Dark Order. Yes. And uh, Brody Lee came in and kind of changed that around, and then they became face when he passed away. And I think if they would have kept them heel, it would have been fantastic. But I know why they made them face. Sure. They they had to. They were put in an impossible situation. And, I mean, if Brody was still with us today, I think the Dark Order would be completely different than they are right now. So They'd be trios champions. Very well. And I would say Brody... Would have been world heavyweight champion at some point by now. Yep. So, yep. Speaking of champions, we got Jade Cargill, the TBS champion, uh, looking to go fifty-four and zero. And we didn't know who she was facing, as there was a Canadian Open Challenge match. Um, or I should say, before we got to that, we had a short vignette from Juice Robinson, uh, pretty much asking Ricky Starks what he's going to do about him putting his surgically repaired neck into the mat. And he claims Starks won't do anything. So starting to build that match up. Got to think that's a dynamite match coming up soon. Um, but anyways, back to Jade. Uh, we didn't know who her opponent was going to be. And they were already inside the ring without a music entrance. And it was a gal named Nicole Matthews, who's a Canadian independent star. But she did not last 30 seconds in the ring. It was a pure squash match as Jade won with Jaded. Then Jade was asking if... Uh, that's all all Canada's got. Renee Paquette gets into the ring. Uh, Jade backs her into the corner, then gave her gave her a kiss on the head. Uh, Jade then asks once again if that's all Canada has to offer. But this leads to a debuting new member of the AW roster, Taya Valkyrie, um, who was just finished up her Impact stint. I called that one last week, so I'm kind of excited about that. Uh, Miss John Morrison, Johnny Nitro. Johnny Mundo, Johnny Impact. She's the wife of of, of Mr. Mr. John there. Um, good face-off with Jade. And then Layla Gray tried to attack uh, Taya when, when she was leaving. And then Taya hit her with Cargill's own finishing move, Jaded. So I thought that was pretty good. I, I can get on board for this feud. This is somebody I can maybe believe in that could snap Jade's streak. Yeah, um, I think if we're going to have to get away from the original plan that they had, um, which was Statlander to break the streak, um, this is the perfect way to do it. She's she, she's the same size. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, which I know, I don't want to, it sounds different when we're talking about you know, professional wrestling, but she literally looked... Uh, Cargill eye to eye. Right. She's got the look. She's got the. She's built well. She's I got mean. the build. Yeah. Like, I, I, you know, we talked about it last week. Like, who would be? We were, we were talking about her, Lufisto, who I think is. They talked about bringing on as a coach. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, like, yeah, I could get behind this this field. She's very, very. Uh, uh, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? Charismatic, yeah. Yep. Uh, she has she has the charisma. Obviously, she's been everywhere. She's worked for everybody and seen it all. So, yeah, 
very good addition. Um, overall, I don't know if there's any, but uh, all right, that, that, that sounds really bad. She's got to be one of the top five workers added to the AW roster. I agree. Women's side. Just, just because she's has the experience. She's, she's been everywhere. Yep. I agree. And, uh, she got the graphic from Tony in the tweet from Tony Khan and, Sean Rossap was saying that he didn't know the contract length, but he he presumes it's a long long term deal. So. so so what 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 do we call Johnny uh, if he comes? To- Johnny Elite. Johnny Elite. <laughs> Johnny. Well, when he was uh, doing a little bit of work with AEW, he came out as Johnny Dynamite. You're right. He did, didn't he? Yeah. Didn't he? Because when that graphic flashed, everybody thought it was Gargano. I remember that night. Yep. So if he if he works on Friday night, it's it's Johnny Rampage. Johnny Rampage. Yes. <laughs> and then whenever the Saturday show supposedly comes out, he's going to be Johnny whatever. And I'm sure he's been Johnny, Johnny. Dark and Johnny Elevation too. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I, I think I think he's just happy on Independence right now. I haven't I haven't read up on him being anywhere lately, so. I think he, he is uh, taking his bookings the way he wants it. Yep. Doing just fine. He's getting ready to appear for uh, Warrior Wrestling in Grand Rapids. Yep. That's a good spot for him. Or whatever. That's a good spot for him. We then see uh, Shivani talking with Ricky Starks. Uh, Ricky says easy talk to attack a guy from behind. Says he deserves the attention. Points out the Bullet Club was re- relevant back in 2015, but this is 2023. Says if Juice has an issue with them, he can bring it. He wants to bring Bullet Club, but then bring it anytime, any place. So, like I said last week, I hope this means we're going to get more Bullet Club in AEW. And I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. Does that mean we get Jay White? <sighs> I wish. I hope. I'm hopeful, but I still think he ends up in WWE. I still think he's a guy at night after Mania. But I, I don't. But I don't see. Okay, I see him going there because of the money, right? Right. But I don't. I don't see them utilizing him um, the way we've been used to watching him. Which I watched him in New Japan. We got him a little, little bit in uh, AEW appearances, but. I just don't. I don't. I don't feel like he fits there. Yeah, and you know, I watched some of Monday Night Raw this past week and loved the Cody stuff, of course. Which I'm a Cody fan. I mean, look at look what I'm wearing tonight. Of course, I'm a Cody fan. But um, Mark, it's just so different. And I know every promotion is different, but it just the wrestling is so different in mm-hmm. WWE compared to AEW. And I'm with you, Shep. I think he would fit AEW better, but. Everything I read is pointing WWE's direction. So yeah, I hope the dirt she's got it wrong. I do too. I do too. So okay, if he debuts the night after Mania, is Cody going to be in the ring celebrating and his music hits? Then could be. I mean, as big of a star as he is, he's got to come in and go straight after something gold, right? Or unless they want to do their Bullet Club angle or whatever they're going to call it. Now I I see, uh, I see him waiting until Monday having a Cody celebration and breaking up the Cody celebration. Let let, let Cody have his mania moment, right? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. you got to. Yeah, you got to. So we then got the first episode of QTV, 
and it's showing uh, backstage. They're sitting around TMZ style. Because at first I'm like, what? Where have I seen this this kind yeah. of show before? And then I'm like, oh yeah, it's TMZ that used to run like late at night, and the guy's sitting there and talking all gossip. So I chuckled at that. I'm like, okay, this is kind of clever. And then they're talking about Wardlow's tough week, and then it's shown that Aaron Solo was the one who broke into the car and robbed the title. So I got worked. <laughs> I'll admit it. I got worked. Plain and simple. Feel like a fool. Um, QT then claims he has Wardlow's passport so he can't be at the show. And Hobbs uh, uh, welcomes him to uh, Will's World, bitch. So. Uh, I don't know. the way the way If you listen to the window breaking, it doesn't sound like a normal car window breaking. That's the problem I'm having with this. I'm I'm off. I'm kind of leaning towards it actually happened to an extent. Maybe not everything got stolen, but somebody broke into his car. He, they were caught in the act, so then they turned it into the storyline. Yeah, it could be. I don't know. I mean, this is the only entertaining thing in the last three years that QT Marshall has done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's not saying much. Uh, I didn't mind the segment. I do not like Aaron Solo. I don't either. The only thing I can think of is him is like, yeah, you, you used to date Bailey, but you screwed it up somehow. So, yep. um, I guess you're, you're Bailey's second better half and you're QT's bitch, but <laughs> yeah. other than that, yep. yeah. I still don't know about the Hobbs and QT pairing. Um, I, it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there is a long-term story there, but it's one that we all forget about. That you know, the key kind of QT kind of did him a favor, or Walt Hobbs did him a favor, and then yeah, QT but, said I'll return the favor. I got yeah, you but but it was so long ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. QT got into it with some people on Twitter this week, especially Raj Geary, who used to own Wrestling Inc. Um, that was kind of interesting back and forth. If you if you pay close attention to that, it kind of got personal, and they both both guys apologized eventually because it got kind of heated. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It was fine for what it was. It was a lot better than the closing of last week's show. So we'll see. We'll see how many of these they do, or if it's something that's going to flop and they have to drop it. I don't know. I don't know. Then we got a title defense. Orange Cassidy I was defending the new AW International Championship. Versus Jeff Jarrett, which is literally the same belt as the All Atlantic was. It's just different name on it. Yeah, it says international instead of All Atlantic. I thought maybe they would debut a new belt with it as well, but that's kind of what I was hoping for. Um, interesting match. Jarrett had the upper hand for most of the match, but that was because the goons were involved. Sanjay Dutt and Satnam Singh until uh, Aubrey Edwards finally kicked them out. After uh, many teases of using a guitar and different things, then we saw Lethal get involved. Jay Lethal got involved and hit Orange Cassie with that stupid Golden Globe award he keeps carrying around. Uh, I kind of thought it was over there. I thought Double J was going to become a champion. I think most of wrestling Twitter was fearful. From what I saw throughout today, they were real fearful that was going to happen tonight. But Orange kicked out, and Orange pretty much on one one knee. Uh, managed to reverse the stroke and hit the orange punch to win. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, th- this was uh, an interesting match, uh, needless to say. 
I I enjoy I've been enjoying Jared's work. I know he's he's on TV probably a little more than I like, but he's doing good work. So, well, I wouldn't say I, I'm enjoying Jared's work. I always enjoy Jared's work. He's a good worker. Um, I enjoy Orange Cassidy. Always have since he debuted. I know Shep slowly coming around to him. Tanner, you're still fifty fifty on him. The guy can go in the ring. It's just his yeah. gimmicks, just yeah, not right for me. He's very talented, and if you yeah. go back to the green shorts that he used to wear before Orange Cassidy was born, you'd see a lot more high flying, not slow moving stuff. But uh, the ref work tonight was amazing. Um, yeah, let's give it up to Bryce, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bryce Schrembert. Uh, mm-hmm. Didn't fall where he needed to fall after he got the headbutt, so he found a way to limp his body into that position. That's great. He's one of their better ones. I thought the match was entertaining. Um, I love, I love that false finish there, which everybody in their world besides one person thought. Jericho or Jericho Jared just got mm-hmm. he just got a title at fifty six years old I think his name how old he is and I loved it um, yeah, we got we got rid of Satnam Singh and I, I will say about Satnam since you brought him up I don't mind how they're using him right now though they're not they're not pushing him on us they're not forcing him in the ring they're just using him as the big goon on the outside and he doesn't have to do too much because he's so big. I don't mind it. I don't think he can do much. <laughs> Got to watch hand placement. <laughs> he almost caught a suit tonight. He did. He did. That's a big suit. That's a very big suit. <laughs> That's a lot of fabric. <laughs> it's a lot of fabric, <laughs> especially tailored, for sure. Uh, uh, I thought the match was entertaining. Yeah, I love like I love the ref work. I love uh, Aubrey coming down. I think Aubrey is super entertaining. Yeah. She's, she's her her mannerisms are over the top, which I love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, makes a good yeah. ref. Now I thought for a second when Trent came down, I thought we might get an accidental. Trent goes for the guitar swing, misses and hits Orange, or Trent turns on Orange. I kind of thought that tonight for a second, but obviously did happen. He just came down and took out uh, uh, Lethal. I think it was. Yeah. So. I don't know. I still think one of these days something's going to happen there with that best friends faction. Something. It'll somebody's got to turn. It'll be Trent that turns. Yeah. I mean, he's already done singles work away from the best friends, and he, yeah. he's yeah. good as a singles worker. Mm-hmm. He, he's the only one that can go. Yeah. Chucky T had a legit injury tonight. So it looked like he had a bloody mouth and stuff. So I don't know what happened there. That he, that's, he said that's why he wasn't at the show. Yeah. Chucky yeah. T. I don't think can survive as a single. So I don't either. Not don't anymore. Either. He used to be able to, but not yep. anymore. Even though he's the Kentucky gentleman. Yep. Yep. But uh, it'll be interesting to see who takes that title, even though it's a new title, quote unquote, off Orange. Because Orange has had it since December. So long run for him. One of the longest runs apart from the uh, World Heavyweight Championship. In the TBS championship. Well, okay. In the yeah. men's division. Okay. Okay. I thought you were going overall, but Tony protects Orange. Orange doesn't take too many L's, and when he does, 
he doesn't look weak in taking those L's. So, and, it, yeah. and it, it's probably because of how much guff he gets online, and and that's one of his boys, and he wants to protect. Him. And I think he moves. And I think he moves a lot of merch. I mean, it might be to oh, a lot of kids, but oh yeah, the kids yeah. love orange. So, I mean, I bought me a jacket just because of him. <laughs> False statement. They don't make jean jackets. <laughs> <laughs> we can find you one, Shep. All right. I'll, I'll, I'm going to wear it. Paul, that jean jacket uh, bit right there might need to be snipped right after the pants comment into the intro. Yeah. It might just be perfect right there. Yes. Get this dude some pants. I bought a jean jacket because of Orange Cassidy. I'm sure he w- I'm sure he was the ref tonight at the main event, but I didn't notice him tonight. Uh no, um Aubrey was the main okay. ref. Okay. Yeah, I didn't see Knox. I'm uh I'm a little bit behind you guys, so I got a little watch along going on. Oh okay. Right now the elite are just coming down. Okay. So All I right. Seen who the ref in the ring is? In fact, there is no ref in the ring right now. Kenny's going around and kissing and hugging. Babies, but oh, Kenny got a huge ovation. Yeah. So does so does Chris when he comes out. So Winnipeg's own right there. So we'll 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 take it a little slow so you can watch the match. We'll talk about everything leading up to it. Yeah, we got to buy ourselves like. Oh no, Aubrey is the uh, ref. Okay, yeah, I didn't think Gil Knox. Maybe Knox didn't have a passport. Maybe they. Well, Knox, Knox was there. He was. Was he? Uh, he was the ref uh, for. Um, uh, BCC and oh, okay. Oh, okay, Dark Order. Okay, yes, and his pants didn't fit. <laughs> Way too big at the bottom. Looked like he's wearing bell bottoms, and when he down, they went up to his calf muscle. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, only in Canada, I wish, but no, it happens in the U.S. for him all the time too. So, we got a new uh, music video from the acclaimed. Shows Max Caster talking about what the team has been doing and how they won't stop until they're in the zone to bring the titles back. Yeah, another good little thing from Max Caster. Um, the dude's got talent. I'm telling you, if he ever goes to WWE, you got to have a Cena Caster wrap off. They won't because they won't let him say what he wants. Yeah, I know, I know, but you know what I'm saying. It would the Doctor of Thugonomics and Max Caster in a wrap off <laughs> would be it would be fun, very entertaining. It'd be fun. I did see where where Big Match John. Um, he and Cody had a exchange of words when he introduced Cody two weeks ago, and Cody kind of told him he wants to have a match with him, and John kind of told him he couldn't guarantee that because he doesn't know how many more he's got left in him. So, yeah. which is just weird. I mean, I know you know he's in Hollywood and he's getting old, but it is just weird to think of WWE without Cena wrestling once once or twice a year. Well, we we just got over that with The Rock, and then it, now it's Cena. Yeah, I know. You when know, tri- Triple H is gone, there was. Uh, well, you talk about that. There was no chance. Um, Rock was coming back because, you know, he he made a comment that uh, they reached out. He didn't have time to get in physical condition. Right? Cena Cena's done almost just as many movies in the last what three years as The Rock. Hundred percent. And. You know what? We we were we're gonna get Cena a month before WrestleMania, and so yeah, I, 
I, I don't buy the if, if that was the reason from the Rocks camp. I don't buy that that he couldn't get in shape. He, the guy is the guy is in better He's shape. Humongous. When he was working, <laughs> yeah, three hundred nights a week. Yep. So. Yeah. Yeah. I I still think it's a work, and I think he'll show up closer to Mania and do something. I mean, it's in Hollywood for crying out loud. Yeah, I, well, just as long as he doesn't show up with a blowtorch again like he did at WrestleMania 32. That was stupid. <sighs> Please, no. He did beat Eric Rowan that night in six seconds, though. So, Yeah. <laughs> I was watching a show the other day that was talking about, like, you had to get they, these guys had to give one thought about every WrestleMania, and it was pretty entertaining. Like, I forgot how bad some of the WrestleManias have been. Oh, hmm. remember the Toga Party one? <laughs> oh, that, yeah, that's that was the worst. That was eight or nine, I think. Okay, was it that? Because that was the one where Yokozuna beat Brett, and then they had Hogan beat Yokozuna, and he had the black eye. And, and that was when they had the uh, six foot six or seven foot seven giant. Giant Gonzalez against Giant Gonzalez against Undertaker in his fake suit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. That was okay. like in the parking lot of Caesar Palace or something. Yeah, that was really bad. Really bad. Really bad. Uh, back to Dynamite. We uh, see the Outcast come out. So, Soraya, Ruby Soho, Tony Storm. Um, Ruby gets on the mic, says, At one time the grass was greener in AEW until a couple of bitches pissed on the lawn. Soraya says they're going to show that AEW is their house. And without them, there would be no division for anything to be built on. She then takes a shot at the crowd before Tony Storm says, "When she became an interim champion, she wore with a smile, but not, uh, but none of the fans appreciated them." That was a little shot at Thunder Rosa. I kind of chuckled at that a little bit. Yeah. Somebody we haven't seen in a while. Uh, Tony realizes the fans uh, don't know what they want, so they're here to give them what they need. With who is in charge in the division? They're the outcasts. They're not going anywhere. They've been having too much fun going through people. However, that leads to Jamie Hayter, Britt Baker storming down to the ring. But the numbers of games too much. And uh, then that leads to uh, Britt Baker getting dropped with Destination Unknown and Hayter getting hit by a Storm Zero. But then Willow Nightingale, Sky Blue, and Rio charge down. Rio's holding a metal pipe. That leads to the outcasts running away and retreating. That was so. the PDC. <laughs> Wrapped in like a towel with some electrical tape on it. It was. Never mind. I don't. Want to. <laughs> I, I was. I was happy we got a women's a decently long women's segment on, and, and a women's match tonight and debut. I was like, all right, because because yep. as you, we talked about earlier with Ty Valkyrie, I mean the women are starting to get some really good talent, some depth. Got to start showing it off more. Mm-hmm. So. Hey, and, uh, you know, the outcast with the big shout-out to the Bella Twins with the flannel tied around the waist. The Garcias. Uh, okay. Yeah. Garcia. All right. There's there's no more Bella Twins. It's the Garcia Twins. Yep. One's a Danielson. That's all that matters. <laughs> yeah, but she put Garcia in front of Danielson. She hyphenated her name on social media. Yes. It'll be interesting to see where they pop up eventually. I don't think their wrestling days are done quite yet. I I don't think Nikki can can work much anymore because of her neck. Yeah, yeah. Um, Brie Brie can still go. Well, now let me rephrase that. Brie can still wrestle. 
whether she can go or not is a, another story. I'm not saying she can right. still go out and put on a show, but right. she could still show up with with Brian. Yep. Um, she was always the better one of the two, in, in my opinion, in the ring, but she never got the... She never got the accolades that her sister did. No, everybody was attracted to Nikki, and then Nikki got the work done, and everybody was all for Nikki. Pretty much took the words right on my head, Paul. Thank you. She wasn't as top heavy. True. <laughs> Very I'm, true. I'm still trying to figure out how twin magic worked after the work got done, but that's just me. Twin, twin magic and wrestling. The Hebners, the Bellas, the Angles. You remember that when Brock, they, uh, Kurt's brother, acted like Kurt and yeah. Lesnar figured it out? Yeah. Saw that on Twitter the other day. I mean, God, I forgot about that. And Brock looked so young. He, was, he wasn't fighting with o- Omos and with a ponytail. <laughs> Trying to get thrown over the top rope. That, Sad thing is, that well. thing has over a million views on YouTube. Oh, I know. Are you serious? Yep. Yeah. That's yeah. why I think Lesnar's really smart as a businessman because he knows if he F5s that big son of a gun at WrestleMania, that thing will be the most viewed thing on YouTube out of WrestleMania. Yep. Yep. But um, a- as we buy Shep some time as he's watching the main event here, I saw something pop up. Uh, I'm on TikTok. Don't get on TikTok. It'll consume your life. That's why I don't um, do it. <laughs> but I'm starting to see more and more of the wrestling stuff on TikTok. And it came up yesterday, um, the walkout on Monday Night Raw, where like the commentators walked out, the uh, ring crew walked out, the bellkeeper, the timekeeper walked out. I had forgotten about this, but standing in the ring is Triple H. Here's a setup for you. Triple H, John Cena, Sheamus, and CM Punk. I don't remember that. I don't don't I don't either, but um, H makes himself, uh, you know, as the head person in charge. Apparently, it's under the authorities' reign, so that'll tell you time frame. Uh, he makes a match between John Cena and Sheamus. Since he's wearing the closest thing to stripes, he becomes the ref, and he puts Punk as the timekeeper and uh, on commentary. And Punk says, I'll do it only if I get to wear your blazer. And Triple H is like, fine, wear it. I don't remember this. Sure one as a house show? No, something? it's on Raw. Huh. The, I'll have to the, go look it up. The commentary table has the Raw logo on it. The <laughs> house is packed. There's speakers. I mean, it, it is set up for Raw. Vince ends up showing up in the middle of the Cena-Sheamus match to correct things. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I don't remember it. It was some big picket event going on. I'll have to go check it out. I'll have to go down down a rabbit hole on my, my own. Yeah. And then we can uh, cover it next week. There we go. But the uh, main event was the House of Black against Jericho Appreciation Society and the Elite for the uh, World Trios Championships. As I stated earlier, huge ovation for Kenny Omega and the Elite and also Chris Jericho because both Chris and Kenny are from Winnipeg. So the crowd's going to appreciate that, of course. Uh, where are you at in the match, Shep? What's what's going on right now? Right now, uh, Jericho and Kenny just took Brody King over the top. Now they're facing off, beating the hell out of yep. each Yep, I know right where you are. Right. You enjoying the match so far up to the point you're at? 
yeah, I, I feel like it's entertaining. I feel like um, they're letting uh, Jericho and, and, and Kenny do what they need to do to get the pops. Now it's just all chaos. There's seven people in the ring, and Aubrey's counting her, making sure her nails aren't, you know, <laughs> and all hell's broken loose. But so far, so I will say there was one thing in the beginning of the match I didn't like, and I know why they did it for comedic reasons, but I thought they made uh, Daniel Garcia look so weak against Brody King and not wanting to face him and trying to attack whoever he could, and everybody like, no, we're not coming in. I'm like, this is a dude that just a few months ago, he was the pure champion of ROH, and there was a guy that you were trying to say was a, he's a wrestler and not sports entertainer, and then you're making him just look really weak. I get it if you make Guevara look like that, but I didn't like making Daniel Garcia look like that. Just a little nitpick of mine. Shep, have you seen the backstage shot yet? Of? No, he oh. hasn't. Right. No, I... it'll, it'll be coming up soon. Yeah, I couldn't remember exactly where it happened. It was in towards the, the end. In the chaos of everything. Yeah. Yeah. Well, right, now, right now, all nine men are on the ground and I'm fast forward through a commercial. There was a lot of gang warfare kind of mm-hmm. in that match. Um, but it's trio's match and it is interesting to me like when we have a trio's match that it is only two people in the ring at one time and not three. Yeah. I, I still am trying to wrap my head around why that is, but I that's why I don't have the pencil. Yep. I'm sure there's reasons to it. I mean structure of a match is probably easier to do it that way but mm-hmm. i thought it was i was very impressed about how kenny snap dragon suplexed brody yeah like yeah. I, I get him doing it to the uh the other guys in the match like malachi not so big brody or or uh buddy you know he's a little bit bigger but he did it to brody king and i'm like Either Brody King really pushed off and sold it for him, or Kenny's a lot stronger than we think he is. I think it's a combination of both. I mean, Kenny's yeah. Kenny's pretty yoked right now. Probably about the most he's ever been in his career. But Brody Brody sells for a big guy. Brody yeah. Brody's so underrated. He really is. He's huge. He is a huge guy, and he moves like a freaking train in the ring. Um, House of Black was pretty dominant tonight at times. Which they need to be. They need to be. They need to push those guys to the moon. Um, Julia didn't get involved. We didn't see Cutler get involved. Nope. Didn't see any of the JAS Stooges, which I forgot to mention. It wasn't in my rundown, but I just remembered we saw 2.0 um, still trying to recruit the acclaimed and said they'll uh, told the acclaimed to tune in on Rampage Friday night. So The... Uh... The flip that Omega just did on the Jericho. Mm-hmm. Oh, he was so smooth tonight. He was. Except there was one spot, and and you'll get to it. And when you see it, I want to. I want you to let me know, and I'll tell you what to look for. I want you to look for if you think his vertigo acted up tonight. Oh yeah, because I think it did at one spot towards the end of the match. Well, I could be way wrong, but. He could have knocked himself loopy because Jericho didn't really catch him that well on that flip over the top. Yeah, that that was... uh, His shoulder hard on the mats. And and, and and I'm sure Jericho, you know, 
took a little bit of the brunt there, but now now Brody's getting up top doing something stupid. But yeah, there's just there's something towards the end of the match, like unless there's a spot missed, but he kind of does something. I'm thinking, well, is he is he all there? But, yeah. Um, I don't want to ruin anything. So. No. There were there was a couple times where I I wondered if Kenny was okay. But I mean, when he was in the zone tonight, we're hitting V triggers, snapdragons, and doing moon salts. He was remind me why he is the best in the world, best or one at one of one of the best in the world. That's bat machine. You're using that best in the world all really really lightly there. <laughs> By the time I look, the best in the world was. Eating chocolate cupcakes out of Chicago. I was gonna say he's eating muffins. On the microphone. Yeah, we've moved on to pickles now. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> I can't even get them pickles right now. And, and and when I tweeted you guys yesterday, or when I sent you guys his tweet, I'm thinking he's coming out with his own pickles. Well, probably gonna team up with them and have an MJF style pickle. I see it coming. I'm guessing that company. He's somehow got a connection to so if he didn't he does now oh well they 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 used his uh they used his little press conference snippet media so they had permission to to use him but like that happened on what that was a sunday right yep and I looked at like Monday at ten o'clock I think like (laughs) you guys text and the whole website was completely sold out Everything, even every, some, not even like every flavor. You yeah, some of those flavors I just looked at and went, "That doesn't even sound like it would go well together," and it's sold out. Well, he had. I don't think honey mustard pickles sound good, but he had them on stage with him. Now he didn't eat any on stage, but he had them on stage. I don't think he ate any on stage. No, but, I think he just had the kosher. Yeah, but he had he had the honey mustard on stage. He never ate them though. Those are sold out. Everything was sold out. You, like I said, you couldn't even buy it. <laughs> it's good business. Smart yeah. business. Smart business. Well, guess what? And, and, Eventually, I'm gonna pay. I think twelve dollars for a jar of pickles, and I'm gonna have them shipped to me. And more. <laughs> Sounds for good. It. You know, I I'm not a big pickle guy, but I if you get them, I'll try I'll try one. How about that? Oh, we're gonna yeah. try. Um, I did like the spot, and I hope Shep's already seen it. I hope I'm not ruining anything, but I did like the spot where Jericho hit Omega with a code breaker in midair. Yep, that was nice. That was nice. Yep. Right now, just uh, Sammy Super uh... Spanish Fly. Spanish Fly. Sorry, what well, I was. On a uh, star press, but it's finished by. That was an impressive one. Crowd popped for that. He got some air on that. He did. He did. Yeah, he didn't break it. So. <laughs> probably, that's probably a little mean on my part. <laughs> He's not going to be happy until Sammy gets wheeled off on a stretcher, no movement from him, apart from maybe an eye twitch. No, Brody. The bowling ball to him in the ring. I like, like I've watched Sammy's vlog and 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 I like Sammy. He's doing his job right now, so he is. 
you know what? His job right now is to be a little asshole heel yep. and doing it perfectly fine. Oh yeah. And he's going he's going to uh, bring the fact that he's got a hot blonde wife, just bought a new house in I'm guessing it, I think Florida, yeah. Yeah, I'm guessing Florida. And so, you know what? He's he's doing it. You know, he's got a pretty good life. Yeah, good for him. So yeah. Mr. Proposed like to a new it, girl after seven months. <laughs> that, was a- that, that was good. That, that popped me. And then he went right back with a fiancé comment to, uh, yeah, to yeah, MJF. Didn't your, didn't your fiancé just leave you at MJF or whatever? You know what? And I hope I hope MJF uses that when we come to 2024, the the bidding war, whether or not we have yeah, seen that or not. Oh, we had a little botch there from Sammy. Another shining star. Anyways, I I hope I hope they use that against against him going when he when he gives a passionate promo like, look, my my fiance left me because I wasn't making enough money or something mm-hmm. like ties that into there because then it gets really personal. Why there's a bidding war of 2024? Yeah, that'd be a perfect piece to put in there. I agree. You guys write that down next year when we start getting promos from Shep said it. First. Shep called it in, in, in mid-March. I called it mid-March. <laughs> or mid-April if you ask Tanner. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. House of Black just retained. Okay. okay, so you saw the backstage brawl then. The backstage brawl, was, it was it – was, uh, uh, Dark Order and, and BCC. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Okay, well, that'll that'll make sense here in in, in a bit. But uh, like like Shep said, the uh, dark dark order, jeez, the House of Black uh, won by um, hitting Dante's Inferno on Daniel Garcia to retain after uh, Malachi hit a spin kick. Who was not the legal man? Just saying. And then and then Hager comes down in a a leopard print outfit. (laughs) And then, okay, now makes sense, Tanner. Go ahead and keep going. Yep. Jake Hager came down to fight off the champions. We got overwhelmed. And then we see the Dark Order and the BCC come out, brawl to the ring. Hangman hits the ring. BCC surrounds him. And I'm going to wait till Shep gets to the end. I don't want to ruin anything. Oh, boy. Real time reaction. It is real time here. Okay, this makes a little more sense. Yep. <laughs> I love like Oh, you know what? Omega does look pretty jack. I'll give yeah. him that. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So yeah, he turns around and looks and uh the elite's got his back. The boys got his back. So all of a sudden, Monday's BT, the ending kind of starting to make some sense, starting to connect some dots as the elite Adam Adam Page turns around. Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks, Matt and Nick Jackson are there, um, staying tall with their former friend as we go off the air. So I really like the opening of the show, and I really like the closing of the show tonight. Yep. Yep. Over the yeah, this show would have been great, and it would got a. Five or six more tenths point for me 
They didn't have stupid cake involved. Fair. Fair criticism because the pacing was good. A lot of the in-ring work was good tonight. I just, that's so WWE. It is, it is. You're right. That and whenever we have a wrestling wedding, you know, something. <laughs> something. I, I said it's a rule in professional wrestling. If there's a cake, normally the person that the cake is for goes through the cake. Which, well, yeah. I believe AEW's only had one wedding in its short tenure. Yeah. Well, after and that the- was. I was thinking no. we're going to get the elite shaving the Dark Order's back in the freaking. <laughs> you know. That was Kip Sabian and uh, Penelope Ford. Yes, I could. I couldn't think of Kip. I could think of Penelope. I could think Miro was there because that was Miro was the best man. Remember, remember that crap when they introduced and, him as the best man. And wasn't it uh, Chucky e. T was the yeah. butler? Yeah. Yep. What What did Penelope ever see in Joey? Joey? Janelle, I don't know. Joey, nobody knows. She doesn't know. I mean. That's one thing that I always loved. Or hold on, one thing I always agreed with, like Cornette hated Joey. Oh, Joey Nutella. <laughs> Talk about a guy who was pretty high up on AW's signing list when they first debuted the company, and then he went downhill pretty fast. I mean, he's working. This is I don't mean me rude, but he's working for New Jersey Pro Wrestling right now. Yeah, I know he do it. Does some he, he's really with GCW, but mm-hmm. he did a Jersey show. It's like. He has taken on Obushi at spring break coming up. I saw that. Like, Which will be interesting. How, did, how does that happen? I don't, I don't know. I don't know how Obushi's first or his first match in America in years is going to be a GCW event, but. Hey. Well, no, even if it's a GCW event, put him against Nick Wayne, put him against. Yeah, Nick yeah. Wayne. Deppin, put him against Jordan Oliver. Uh, put him against Mike Speedball, Mikey Speedball. Mm-hmm. Freaking Jack Kerwheel of all people. <laughs> yeah. Don't put him against Joey Nutella. <laughs> <laughs> well said. Well put said. Put him against Helio Viking for crying out loud. That would that would hump, as Sean Ross Sapp would say. <laughs> I mean, yes, there's I saw that tweet earlier. <laughs> And you put him against Joey Nutella. Remember, it was uh, some of the guys that were really high up on that list. Joey Janela and uh, the other gothic-looking emo punk. Kid. Jimmy Havoc. Yes. He was and part of the... That, well, Havoc got fired because he, he got well, in yeah. trouble. You know, a little bit of trouble, yeah. He got, yeah. He got the Me Too movie. Yeah, and he his was... I think, like, found out to be 100% true. true. So he was always like, yeah, you're done. So it's that guy. I didn't. He, he brings staplers and stuff. Remember that? He'd staple people early in AW. Well, it's weird. Mm-hmm. Weird. Yeah. 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 But, but the spot I was talking about, Shep, was towards the end of the match. I don't know if Omega was going to hit the ropes or what, but then he just stumbled outside the ring. And then somebody ended up doing a moonsault onto all of them. But he just looked really wobbly, like when he got outside the ring. Like I don't know, maybe he was just selling really well. But he looked like because I know he battled Vertigo last year when he was out. So was that uh, right before Sammy's botched jump to the middle rope? 
Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sammy, Sammy, just missed the rope a little bit. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit. And, but, and enough that the fans caught it and even responded. Hey, we all we all get a little vertigo when you have a little bit too much too True. much fun. True. True. A little too much maple syrup. Too much something for Kenny, but overall I enjoyed the show tonight. Uh yeah. what do you guys what are you guys giving it for rating? I I enjoyed the show. You know, I like I said I was late, fast forward it through it. But uh, uh, I like the show a lot. I'm gonna give it a seven point one. Seven one, little All high, right. high for me, but I like it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm giving it a seven three. Seven three. Mm-hmm. All right. I, I, and again, I don't like the cake spot. I would have been higher if it wasn't for the cake spot. But it went back up with the way MJF recovered from that spot. Because, again, that table did not break like it was supposed to. And he kind of kept pushing himself over the table so that the table would at least fall. So you got to give MJF some credit there. I'm going 7-8. So I'll be the high high one of the night. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, like I said, I really like the, the start of the show. It was different. I like the four pillars. You know, I'm liking the youth movement. AEW starting to do, really putting the spotlight on the younger guys. And then the end, if you're a longtime BTE fan and a fan of AEW since it started, how do you not like that? I mean, starting to get back to that story, the original story of Hangman and the Elite, it's good stuff. When Hangman lost his phone and didn't get the phone call? Yep. That was that was Matt Hardy's fault. Yes. We saw that after Matt Hardy came in. But now Matt Hardy's in a story... With Stokely and Ethan Page. We're st- speaking of Stokely, hook against Stokely next next Wednesday. No disqualification. I'll be breaks with that. <laughs> Stokely's tweet was just great tonight. Just f bomb. That's all it was. Just f bomb. His face on the card is just. I, I love it. He's just. Yeah. The best Stokely moment was. Um, I think Tanner was gone about a month ago. And he had he had a little involvement with uh, Brian Danielson. And he called him a raggedy raggedy bitch. bitch you raggedy bitch. His his delivery, and it made me like 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 maybe a fourth of an or yeah fourth of an inch. I don't know, little <laughs> little guy, little inch you know, for a little guy. Like he made me pop a little bit. Yep. But I can't wait till Hook just ab. Chokes him out. Yep, it's gonna be wonderful. He's gonna give him a couple of Germans, and then yeah, as long as he doesn't hurt him, you know, right? yeah, don't hurt him, but maybe. Oh, everybody else is getting involved. I'm calling it now because it's a no DQ match. Oh, I didn't see that part. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Big Bill is gonna come in and uh, Big Bill, Ethan Page, but maybe, maybe, maybe Matt Hardy helps Hook win. Well, I can tell you right now. If Big Bill gets involved, I don't. he's giving it a five point five. If Bill gets involved, if 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 Big Bill even shows his face on Rampage, negative six point nine. <laughs> well, Rampage is not loaded this week because they're not even coming on until after the NCAA tournament's over. So that's gonna be like twelve thirty. So they didn't really stack it very very high, heavy this week. 
like. So no, I think it'll be. Yeah, I, I was gonna think it was close to one o'clock. It could be closer to one o'clock because it just depends. Yeah, if other games go into yeah. overtime or, or whatnot, it'll be after the after the Memphis and um, for Florida Atlantic game. So, and they did it very smart, not even giving a rough time. They just nope, you can't because if other games before that on TT go into overtime, that pushes the next one back, pushes the next one back. So yeah, I mean. They're- Real team plays on Friday at like nine. Yeah, Kent State, the Golden Flashes. You're right. Uh, I knew that. <laughs> Kent State. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, wrestler of the night for you guys. Go for it, Paul. Man, I see. I, yeah, um, I've been kicking this around all night, but I'm gonna go Kenny Omega. Uh, huge pop, hometown guy, and he looks just just jacked and he was agile as always if not a little more um and i just i always enjoy watching kenny and tonight was something different from him it felt like good one all right go for it tanner because you know where you're picking mine <laughs> well i'm going with a guy in the same match and a guy on the losing team i'm going chris jericho hometown guy i think jericho continues to go at it in in ring at a high level um, and he got a, he got a road named after him today, or honorary road, the, the road he grew up on. So that was pretty cool. Honorary, just Chris Jericho way. Yep. I'm going with a guy that you guys are going to laugh at me, but I have been thoroughly entertained over the last six months. Has it been six months? Five. November, December. Yeah, five months. I think Jeff Jarrett, for his age, does a great job. And I thought tonight, I know he had outside interference, which was completely fine because Jeff Jarrett's 56 years old and Orange Cassidy's 30-whatever. Jeff Jarrett looks good, plays the part, and does a great job. Jeff Jarrett, rest of the night. I have no problem with that. Nope, I don't either. Uh, he's, I, he's good I, on I, offense. He's real good on offense. Yeah. yeah, and he Kenny just did a couple spots that I really enjoyed. Otherwise, Jarrett was my pick for tonight. I almost went with Brody King, but yeah, going going into the main event, Jarrett was my pick for wrestler of the night. But... Well, in the main event, got like twenty three minutes tonight. Yes, got a lot of time. Yeah, which, which you're gonna have, if you have the Bucks, you have Jericho, and then you have. House of Black, you're going to have to give them 20 minutes because it's 20 minutes for them to get all their stuff in. That's true. That's true. We have to get another Jericho Omega match somewhere down the road, don't we? I mean, these crowds are popping for it. Of course, tonight was in Winnipeg. I, I understand that, but... Forbidden Door. No, that's that's all. you got to mix it up more than that. Forbidden yeah. Door. For, for then, for, bleh, forbidden Door, they better run Osprey Omega again. All right. Uh, I want to see a Canada show with those two in it, though. That's fair. That, that's why I picked Forbidden Door. Well, well they got to have six shows this summer, so. Yeah. Let's let's hope it's this summer that we see Jericho Omega. What is it? Three. Yep. You got to have. I'm not saying it has to be the main event, but it can be the main event. But you're right, Osprey uh, Omega for the was it I uh, U.S. title right? Yep. I- U.S. title. I mean, just even even make it uh, make it you know 
best out of three falls, two out of three falls, or make it an Iron Man match. Yep. Those, no. those guys for 60 minutes. I think they went they went 40 minutes, I think, on the uh, Wrestle Kingdom. Mm-hmm. It was every bit. It was close to 40 minutes. So, Well, you got to think we'll get da- Danielson Sabre Jr. That was supposed to happen last year, and Danielson was hurt. Um, what's what's uh, Sabre, what does he hold right now? He holds the television title, doesn't he? I think so. Sounds right. Yeah. He called out Moxley, too, this past week at World Cup. Now, I like that matchup. No, I don't like that matchup because Sabre Jr. is a technical guy and Moxley's right. a baller. Right. And I don't... I don't know if Moxley could come in and be that technical. Not saying he couldn't have a technical match. Um, no, I don't. I don't think. I don't think that. I don't like that one. Yeah, it'll be interesting with the matchups because there's going to be so many guys. Well, hopefully, unless they get injured, so many guys available this year that weren't last year. Now, we got uh, looking looking forward. We got. Uh, WrestleMania weekend coming up with a bunch of independent shows. Mm-hmm. Mox Bloodsport again, correct? Mm-hmm. And have they announced who he's facing? Let me look. I thought and, I saw that, but... And while you're looking that up, one thing we uh, didn't mention is uh, Rampage, I think it is, as Hobbs defends the TNT title for the first time uh, against Ray Phoenix. Which kind of goes back to the whole uh, death triangle breaking up and the Lucha Bros going out on their own. Yeah, what, what, what are they doing with Pac? He's vanished again. He's an odd individual. Yeah. Yeah, they dropped the trios. They did a couple more matches after that, and then he was just gone. And, and I know Pac likes to go overseas back home it's random it's very random um that's why i think he stays with AEW. i think wwe could probably offer him triple the money and he'd probably still stay with AEW just because he can go do what he wants when he wants how he wants to yeah he's facing uh davy richards who the hell's that i don't know there's a lot of good. There's but Kota Ibushi's against Mike Bailey. I knew that one. Uh, David Boy Smith Jr.'s against J.R. Kratos or Kratos. Josh Barnett's against Timothy Thatcher. Ooh. You think those guys will literally beat the shit out of them? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Killer Kelly's against Marina Shafir. So a lot of AEW presence on this show. Timothy Thatcher and Mike and Barnett, right? Yep. Wow. <laughs> That's going to be a shoot fight. There's there's going to be blood in the first <laughs> 10 minutes. Hey, we got no blood out of Moxley tonight, by the way. You what? No blood out of Moxley tonight. Well, you know, the, the first Christian school of heart was... Uh, what are you showing me? Is that a picture of Disco Inferno? I can't see. No, it, it's supposed to be Davy Richards. Oh. <laughs> My camera is way too uh, bright on it. 
So he, say if that's Disco, get that off the screen. I don't want to. No, even... he's got kind of like the Wolverine gimmick going. Okay. On. Oh. Well, uh, he's been in TNA. Know. He's been in ROH. Um, former MLW hmm. open weight champion. Hmm. Uh, I'm a former open weight MLW. <laughs> you didn't know that, Paul? No. He's gone by Davy Phoenix, Snowball, Wayne Kerr, and Derek Bellington. That doesn't help me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Trained by Paul Orndorff. Okay, Mr. Wonderful. Yep. He's okay. Yeah. Not, not too shabby. Uh, any other uh, news in the world of wrestling you guys want to talk about before we wrap this up? At all? Not that I can Paul? think of. No. Um, um, Shout out to Shockmaster for showing up at AEW tonight. <laughs> I did see that in the crowd. Was well, Shockmaster Somebody dressed up like him. Yeah, I had the had the helmet on and was sitting in the front row. Good for them. Yeah, and I love it because I think it was um, either Shivani or um, the man in the mask said something about Stormtrooper warfare, and Taz is like, "No, that's Shockmaster." Well, I mean, come on, if you're Tony Shivani, which WCW when that happened. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, have Ta- to. Taz pointed out that uh, Tony knows Shockmaster very well, and Tony did not comment back. That's why I love happen- listen to what happened when with Conrad and Shivani, because they, they go over so many crappy WCW events, and Shivani's just so embarrassed. It's funny. Shivani should be embarrassed about his mullet that he used to have. <laughs> and- yep. And I don't know if you guys ever watched this. This is back when, when Cody was involved. But did you guys watch the YouTube show? I think it was YouTube show. Um, Brandy Rhodes had called Shot with Brandy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And did you watch the one with Tony Schiavone? Sure did. Oh, yeah. And the mm-hmm. dude literally drank two pina coladas and then called his wife. Yeah, come get me. Because I can't. <laughs> yeah. Like, dude, yeah. wait, wait a minute. You're drinking pina coladas, like you're, like I get it. You like, you know, you're not on a beach. If you're on a beach, and in the ocean, yeah, have you a pina colada? But you're sitting in the middle of Atlanta, Georgia, in somebody's kitchen. You drink a pina colada, and then you gotta have your wife come get you. Come on, dog. Yep. And you, have a, and you had a shitty mullet at the time. Yep. But anyways. He was being responsible. He had had a drink, so he didn't want to drive. Okay, okay, Paul, I'll give him that. I do the same thing. <laughs> yes, you do. Well, we've got nothing else. I'll let uh, Paul wrap this up. All right, I suppose I'll wrap it up. Oh boy! Don't get used to you got you got uh, almost two more weeks. Hold up. <sighs> And then continue to hold it? No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. I'll let you pop it up there, but uh, don't forget to check out kickingoutshop.com. It's your place to go for great merchandise to help you support a great podcast and look fantastic doing so. You can uh, use code MARCH23 right now for free shipping. That is through the end of March, so you got to do it quickly. If you're going to order anything with free shipping, do it now. 
Uh, be sure to follow the Kicking Out Podcast on all social media at Kicking Out Pod. Be sure to uh, leave this that five star review if you listen to the uh, Kicking Out Podcast on Apple Podcast. As we are going to be the five star KOP, we are climbing the charts in Canada because Canadians love Shep. <laughs> Uh, be sure to follow Tanner Lee on all social media at Tanner Lee 92 Follow Austin Shepard at the Shep 27 Follow your Kicking Out Podcast Predictions Champion at Paul Zartman 921 And with that, for Tanner Lee and Austin Shepard, I'm Paul Zartman. Join us again next week as we kick out yet another podcast.